You're probably going to want to see those toenails sometime soon. It's uh, it's not truly a structured interview. It's like you're just yeah. a few people hanging out and having fun and talking about life. No, I will not let sushi defeat me. I, th- I think it's good to know yourself. You're listening to the No One Special Podcast, a weekly interview show where guests go from stranger to special within the hour. We're your hosts, Shannon Dugan. And Michael Means. Today we're talking with... Aaron Dorfman. Welcome. How are you guys? Great, Aaron. How are you? Outstanding. Outstanding. Okay, I have to take one second here to welcome Shannon back. We missed you. Yeah, I wasn't able to make the last one. I so in, Mike I was in another world. Mike like, was riding solo? Yeah. No, I had a friend, just not a co-host. Mm. Yeah. Well, okay. Your co-pilot Quentin. is Quentin. here. Yes. Yep, I'm back. Amazing. In case anybody missed me. Yeah. I did miss you. <laughs> it was a fun couple of days. Anyways. Aaron, let's start with you and tell us what it is that you do. What it is I do. Well, I work for Pivot Realty. Uh-huh. I am in the recruiting department. We like to use the words career development. So we are, to our best ability, we try to hire people that are right for this business, right for this career. Mm-hmm. And um, so we go through a series, a, a process where we... We do some phone calls, some in-person interviews. Now we're going through an online assessment that was tailored. Yeah, tailored. Wow. To it's the like a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, to the needs of our company. And, um, you know, we kind of look at ourselves as career marriage counselors. You know, I don't, it's not this formal interview process where you know, we say, tell us your strengths, tell us your weaknesses. What did you like about your last job? Any of that stuff. It's more like a casual conversation because everybody that we bring into our company, we want them to feel like family. And, um, you know, we want, want, really want to all be on the same side of the rope, pulling in the same direction and having this wonderful company. Okay, now that the sales pitch is over, <laughs> when you <laughs> clock out at the end of the day, what else do you do? Well, I am married. I have two kids, a four and a six-year-old, um, and I love spending time with, with everybody in my household, but I also like to read books. I like to exercise. I like to watch scary movies. What's the most recent scary movie you've seen? Do we talk about this one? Oh. Let's see. I can't remember the last scary... You know what I, I like saw? Like the, new, the newest one was The It? Yeah, but then I saw this this movie from the 80s called The Stuff. The Stuff. Yeah, and if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Sounds like an adult film. It is not. You're thinking of Is it <laughs> Is it like is it Do you like like bad scary movies? Yeah, I like the campy ones. Yeah, I'm but, into those. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, before special effects, yeah. stuff was terrible. I'm in love with the found footage trend. Hmm. Like Blair Witch. Yeah. Paranormal oh, okay. Activity. Like those the, oh, actually we found this video of these people. Scare me a little bit. <laughs> really? Just, yeah. I don't know. I get scared easily, but I like to watch all that scary stuff. But I'm, that's why I think that's why I'm into the campy ones more. 
you you should watch this stuff. So the essentially, stuff. it's like this guy finds this substance on the ground, and it's bubbling up from the ground, and it tastes really good. I guess sweet. Yeah, I don't know. I how is that? It, how do you end up tasting it? Like, oh, that's it, bubbling like, up from the ground. Let's like, just. It's like a combination of a horror movie meets the Beverly Hillbillies when that Texas tea oh, comes come out of like, the ground. Come a bubble. Yeah, yeah, and it, and this guy just tastes like wow. We need to market this stuff and put it out, and so then it becomes like this household treat that everybody has. But there's something wrong with the stuff, and it does something really bad to people, and that's where I'll leave it. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm, this I'm gonna leave that right there, and if any of you want. Want to check out the stuff? You check it out. But like, it's one of those movies where half the time you're just laughing through the scary parts. Yeah, and that's what makes that's the charm of it. Um, my getting, first R movie was a campy horror movie. It was called House. You House. Remember? House. I don't I'm not familiar that. with that one either. You will have yeah. to watch that. I'm a huge fan of the idea of stuff. Mm. Reminds me of stuff. Futurama. The slurm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be like a. I bet. I bet Futurama uh, took the idea from the stuff. They may have. It was like an 85, 1985, nineteen eighty-five, nineteen eighty-six okay. film. Yeah. It's um, very interesting. i There's a really good campy horror movie called Poultry Geist. Oh no. I'm saying it right. Poultry. Oh, I Geist. believe yeah. that you are nailing the title. Oh. So good. It's a year. We watch it every year. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. Kids looking out, and as that tree grows, there's like a chicken that falls out of it or something. No, or they a build a they build a chicken restaurant on top of an ancient burial ground. Unbelievable! <laughs> I will check that out. We're we'll check it out tonight. Where else are you gonna put a chicken restaurant? Let's just. Where else? Oh. oh my gosh, chaos ensues. It's yeah. very. <laughs> oh, I imagine. I imagine. It's like it just gets worse and worse. Like you're watching it, and you're like, "How could this get worse?" And it does. Mm-hmm. It keeps going. I'd like to direct a film like that, where it's just like, okay. We're gonna make this awful. We're gonna we're gonna just throw all the curveballs in there, and yeah. I have to reference because we're talking about cheesy, scary movies, and you said the Poultry Geist. Um, have you ever heard of? Night of the... I had to look it up just now. Night of the Lepus. Lepus? No. It's a movie about giant rabbits. Huh. 1972 Australian-American science fiction horror thriller filmed. About giant rabbits? That based happen? based like, on the rabbit, science fiction novel? Like, rabbits are... The Year of the Angry Rabbit. Vegetarians, right? They don't eat meat. Exactly. I guess chickens don't either. But I will, I'll never forget watching some cable channel one night and just seeing oh, these yeah. giant rabbits and the armies like lined up. And I was like, ah, I don't get it. No, there's some good ones out there. Yeah. You know, the it, stuff. I got to watch that though. Yeah. Like the AMC. Is that on Netflix? It, it Maybe. Is. It is. It is, it is okay. on Netflix. Yeah. These, um, where AMC does these marathons, the Halloween movies, Friday the 13th, yes. and Nightmare on Elm Street. There should be another channel that just plays the worst ones. So you can on measure. Board. Yeah. 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 The value the measuring of like, stick the good is, ones. Yeah. You're like, ooh, this is so good. And then go to the other one, you're like, oh, this is hard to watch. This is hard yeah. to watch. Yeah. Or even AMC, at least like late night playing like some weird. 
off the wall. I feel like they always, I mean, I guess they have the rights to certain ones, mm-hmm. but they always play the same. Well, there's a streaming service now just for scary stuff called Shudder. Hmm. Oh. I wonder if they have a comedy section. <laughs> Certainly they have <laughs> they to. Have the unintentional, know. intentional comedy section. They've got to. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Army of Darkness and... and that's serious it, stuff. All yeah. the Evil Dead. Yeah, all the evil don't get in their way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. where you laugh your way through it. Scary movies, and you left out because I know you have an adventurous spirit as well. Mm -hmm. So you left out all your outdoor adventure stuff. Yeah, so I um, I guess it's been about a month now. I was in West Virginia rafting the Upper Gully, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a Full day trip, so you start off, it was freezing cold. The, the water temperature was cold, air temperature was cold, it was windy. Um, we had a few people on a raft that didn't know what they were doing, so it was kind of tense, at least for the first half hour of our trip. It Until was, they uh, fell out of the boat, then it was a boat of people that knew <laughs> Well, we really did that. There's a, uh, there's a, a um, I guess a place called Pillow Rock. And what you're supposed to do is ride your raft along this huge, ginormous rock and you're, everyone's supposed to slap their paddle on the rock. Okay. Uh, so Pillow Rock. Except our guide didn't take us alongside of it. He took us up over it and ramped it. And so half of our raft, uh, the, the people, the participants in our raft, they fell out and a couple of them went under the raft. So it was a little scary. So, um, but I love it. Like, it's the, it got me. Like, for West Virginia, right? Uh-huh. Those yep. are some, like, serious rapids, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're, like, some of the highest uh, class rapids right. um, on this side of the country. And um, I don't pick, I, I normally don't choose anything that's just, you know, blasé or bland. I remember six or seven years ago, I had a friend that had never gone to Mammoth Caves. You ever been to Mammoth Caves? No. It's in Kentucky, and so um, it's a guided tour, and we were probably the youngest ones by, I don't know, 20, 30 years, and we're just walking, walking, walking. My friend's like, well, can we go off trail? And I said, I don't think it's a good idea. They probably have park rangers and all kinds of stuff, and I said, oh, this is terrible. So I said, from now on, we are picking the most dangerous stuff to do. Yeah. So we are like zip lining in the cave. Yeah, at we're least, just at least. Yeah, we are. I, yeah, I don't care if I have to sleep with the bats in the cave. I'm I'm doing something that's kind of fun that gets the juices going. So um, I really enjoy rafting, mountain biking. I tore my triceps. I guess it was now. It's now been a year and a half ago, uh, in a mountain bike accident. So. Yeah, I like to do fun things. So did you just go on a weekend trip or was it like Yeah, it was a we planned it to be all Friday, all Saturday, come back on Sunday and you can do two day raft trips, but they weren't running those because the temperature was the the was water was crazy. They let out the dam and when they do that, it, the water becomes Drops. even more dangerous. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they let out the, oh, Yeah, okay. so there's a just a strong rush of water. I went rafting once in mm-hmm. Colorado, and I don't know if I'm going to do it again, because we had a bad experience, too. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those, you know, they like you're saying, you're, the guide guides you certain directions on the river. Well, this was like this huge rock, like two stories tall, and you're supposed to paddle straight for it, 
and mm-hmm. the last second turn. Yeah. Well, I have a little bit of rowing. I have rowing experience. I rowed in college and I know like the term she's using, like backing, you know, um, and everybody else was inexperienced also in my group. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> oh, well it tipped. And like my sister got caught underneath it. And it was like right before like a huge stretch, like a football football field, field size stretch where she's like, if you fall out here, we can't pick you up. You have to ride through mm. the rapids. And it was just not, I don't know if it was for me, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I think under different circumstances, I would do it again. Yeah. With and the maybe right I was guy. a little bit younger and, the right group also maybe control a little bit of control in that scenario. It's the thing where, so. Cause did you have all the people you were like, did you know everybody in your No, I went with a friend and he was one of the ones that went outside the boat and, um, and was underneath. Yeah. And I, I was like, everything's going through my mind. Like, how am I going to explain this to his wife? Because, pretty much convinced him to go on this trip and oh you're gonna have fun it's gonna be a blast and we were camping and then on night two it was raining so hard and the the tent was leaking so then we slept in my car which was like really weird to sleep in a car with your friend that's in the front seat yeah also super uncomfortable very uncomfortable we're both snorers so like the open mouth make a lot of noise you know coughing wheezing it was just a symphony of <laughs> snorts. So Can you sleep through it, though, since you'd snore? I was having a tough time. It was very uncomfortable. And not to mention, I had... So I was, I was driving. I was in the driver's seat. So I had this the steering wheel pinned between my legs as I'm trying to sleep. So that wasn't fun. And then I was panicking because I have a push start, push button start. So I was like, what if I, like, kick it in the middle of the night and my car starts and then I'm driving down this hillside... <laughs> half asleep with my buddy who's <laughs> snoring. Yeah. It would happen. just, it was just, I know my mind goes there. Yeah. I do watch too many movies. That's part of the problem. You have a very good imagination. Uh huh. I take it to a 10 all the time. <laughs> so our next question is, where are you from? So I grew up on, most people would say this is not the West side of Cincinnati. Not the true west side, but uh, I grew up in Coleraine Township. I lived there um, until I graduated high school. I went to Coleraine High School. Um, Loved playing sports. Swimming was my thing. I also played the cello. So not only were my idols sports-related, they were also music-related. So a guy named Yo-Yo Ma. Mm -hmm. And I met him. I met him. Did you? Yeah, I met him when I was uh, 16 or 17, and I got his autograph. Did you make a Yo-Yo Mama joke to him? I, I did not at the time. <laughs> I did not. Um, sounds like a missed opportunity. Yeah. I don't think it I would just, that. Would have been an ill-timed kind of thing because I had met not, him backstage. Not a great first impression. No. Yeah. Yo. Yo, Ma. <laughs> Ma. Um, and do, you so, still, do you still play the cello? No. I... Okay. I Regrettably, I mean, I feel like it's a big thing. I mean, it's a big thing to keep around your house. Yeah, yeah, I sold it. I had, I actually had a cello that was kind of like a, a beater. I mean, it was falling apart, and you know the bow was kind of warped, and you know the strings weren't really tightened down. And someone said, "Hey, I'll buy it off you," and I just sold it to him. Yeah. Now I regret it because it was fun to play, fun to jam. 
Um, there's a song by Smashing Pumpkins, Smashing Pumpkins called Disarm, and there's a cello in that. And uh, so I felt cool playing the cello in high school because I'd always point to that. Well, hey, Smashing Pumpkins, they use a cello. They use a cello. They use a cello. Oh. So I opted not to do the cello thing in college, and I swam for the University of Cincinnati. I enjoyed that. I graduated with a degree in dietetics, so I am a registered licensed dietitian. And then I moved down to um, Huntington, West Virginia, to go to grad school at Marshall. Oh. So I finished there and um, moved back up here. And I coached swimming for a while as a registered dietitian. And I did that for about, I guess, 12 and a half, almost 13 years before taking this job at Pivot. So, yeah, that's and, the condensed version. And now you're in Anderson? I am. So I got my passport and moved to the other side of town. Uh-oh. I've been welcomed with open arms um, into the Anderson Township community, and we enjoy it and love it. Um, Beachmont Avenue is very similar to Coleraine Avenue in terms of the flow of traffic and the number of people that will just cut you off at any given time. In Anderson? Yes, absolutely. It's all I very true. And the chain do, restaurants. Do and don't miss living out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grew up out there too. So. Yeah. Well, I grew up out there. Lots of chain restaurants. Yeah, it's you got a smorgasbord of... Um, your Arby's and your McDonald's and sometimes you'll see two of the same chain restaurants within a mile and you're like, wow. Like if someone's driving down, they're like, oh shoot, I really needed a hamburger from McDonald's. Oh wait, there's another one. Not a problem <laughs> right at all. Here. A Wendy's, there's like two Wendy's on that strip. Yep. Kind of one in Mount Washington, yeah. one down the road. So um, if you've got a hankering for something fast food, that's the spot. They that got is you a, covered. That's that's spot. They yeah. got you covered. That is the spot. 125 will feed you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite fast food restaurant? Uh, wait, whoa. We are asking the questions okay. here. Let's but, just take that one back. But, for the record. Okay. What is it? Like um, fast food, drive through. Like drive through, fast yeah. food. Mm, Stumped them. That's, no, well, there's Taco so many Bell. options. That's mine. Taco Bell. Taco Bell for sure. It's probably actually Tender Town right there on 125. There's chicken tenders. Are I was forgetting serious. About it. Tender Town. What? I know. I don't stop the very name. often, but the as far as like the food, I'm gonna like yes. It's like Chick Fil A, kind of. No, it's like no, it's it's like literally almost almost only chicken tenders. Like raisin canes, kind of. Yeah. Yes, okay. but it's raisin okay. canes. Delicious. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, I'm not uh-oh. a big fan oh, of raisin canes. Okay. Especially when there's a the Tender show Town. Show is not on the street. brought to you by raisin canes. No. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, <laughs> oh but my gosh. I feel always feel like I'm spending ten dollars just to feed myself, and I that. Just, I where's the dollar when you're going through at? fast food? Yeah, like where's the dollar fast menu food? At? You feel like it needs to be cheaper. But if I'm doing the balance of the quality and quantity or mm-hmm. value, I'm, Wendy's. It's got to be Wendy's. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm. Fresh, Mine's never T-Bell. frozen. T Bell. Yeah. We I all like are different. Bell. I won't argue. What's Taco yours? Bell. Burger King. I like the Whopper. It's a. I haven't tried the Impossible Whopper, but just the regular Whopper. Yeah. I like that flame grilled taste. That like smokiness. Yes. When I was pregnant, that was my one weird craving: is I would make Matt go get me a Burger King burger, and then a orange cream sickle milkshake from 
United Dairy Farmers. Mm. Nice. That was the combo. I don't think not I very healthy, but well, I don't it was, think it I was like a once in a while. Do that. I'd, no. be, I'd, I'd be fine with <laughs> but that. But it was like a strong like eleven o'clock at night. I'm like Matt, I need you to go get <laughs> me. It's time to, time to leave the house. Time son. to feed me. <laughs> I would like to note that that <laughs> Burger King suggestion came from a registered licensed dietitian. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, keep that in mind, yeah. everyone. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's sanctioned now. You can have as much as you want. It's Listen, healthy. Mike, this is the eighty twenty rule. Eat healthy 80% of the time, the other 20% of the time, just do whatever Burger you want. King. Yeah. Okay. It's Bur- okay. Yeah, Burger, Burger King. King. Yeah. Okay. That's my fix. Burger King and bourbon and... Oh, yes. Bourbon, too. I think we're, right. we're ready to ask where you're going huh? with my today, life. Today, You tell goals, me. Goals, something, your goals are... Well, today, I think I have two or three interviews scheduled. Oh, okay. I have a... Lunch with a friend that might be able to refer me a couple of potential agents. So that's Ooh, good. That's good. Yeah. So it's constantly networking. I feel like yeah. I'm constantly on the move. And it's for me, it's not good enough just to put up a job post and hope people respond to respond. it. It's, that's not the best way to get qualified candidates. The right. best way is to go out, network, Shake hands, meet people, get to know them, their personality, their character, uh, and 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 kind of go from there. And almost started as a friendship, not really as just like a, all right, we're an employer, we're looking for people. Like I said, I don't need this formatted, structured way of right. speaking to people. Right. Get to know the person before yeah. you. Yeah. What about in the future? In the Do future. you know where you're going? You know, I don't. Or an idea of where you're going or no. where you'd like now? I, you know, I still, so I told you I, I was a swimmer and then I coached yeah. swimming. And I still want to be involved in that some way, shape, or form. There's nothing better. So I work with athletes ages 5 to 18. And then some of our college kids would come back and train in the summers. And that was, that was fun. But yeah. um, kids don't care how much you know. They want to know how much you care. And that simple connection, whether it's working with our agents to help them achieve their goals or these athletes to help them achieve their goals, like that's, I don't know, I'm, I'm passionate about that. Yeah, I, I can see it being super rewarding. It is. Yeah, for sure. And I have a six-year-old uh, son, I have a four-year-old daughter, and, and so I guess where I'm going is maybe in the next 10, 15 years, I'll, if they're getting into sports, I'll be that dad that becomes a little more involved with that so coaching yeah so do your little ones i mean (laughs) six-year-old swimming yeah maybe a little bit uh i don't think so that's the other thing i don't think he's going to be a a water 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 baby no he's always carrying a a football or a baseball glove around or um and i'm fine with that like uh yeah whatever they're interested in. yeah i think my wife and i had the conversation before we had kids um, she said, okay, are you going to force our kids to be swimmers? And I said, no, like it's not, even though I swam, you know, all my life and, and coach, it wasn't, you know, yeah. I want them to do what they're, first of what all, what they're passionate about. Yeah. Or, you, yeah. you don't want to be involved in sports that are meets games are fine, but if it's track meet, swim meet, you know, they last forever. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. all day. Yeah. It, yeah. You have run, to be committed on your own. Or like, I remember being in a point where I'd be like, 
I don't think I can do this anymore. This is just like brutal. And my mom's like, we, <laughs> you started something, you're finishing it. Oh yeah. That lesson, you That's know what a I mean? Thing, yeah. But it's a good lesson because then I would love it. It was just like you get in that roller coaster oh, kind yeah. of downward turn and you're like, oh man, <laughs> it's brutal. All day. They are all day. They right? are. The, the running joke is if uh, we had one day, last day on this earth, we wouldn't want to be at a swim meet because they, they, <laughs> they never, end. Yeah. They never <laughs> end. Yeah, it's like, I have one day on this earth. What am I going to do? Rowing's like that too. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. Where gosh. all those races are happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, our, our events, our swimming events, they, there's some events that last 20 seconds. So it's like uh, if you're a parent watching your child at a swim meet, you're sitting there in the bleachers for about six, seven hours. But you probably watched a total of three minutes of swimming. Yeah. That reminds me of like marching band competitions. That's my frame of reference for that. <laughs> yeah. like, you've got 20 schools here. None of them are really all that great. Maybe yeah. four or five of them are going to do a real good show. Yeah. And you're going to be there all day listening to these routines. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny, though, that you were talking about how you don't want to force swimming. We're going through this thing with Elliot where I know she loves dance. She's into dance right now. She's so little still, though. It's like, who knows where it'll go. But we're going to get her in dance classes. And I always remember being like, oh, I don't want to be a dance mom. I'm about to be a dance mom for a little bit at least. You'll love it. I'll love it. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It, when she's, she's excited happy, about yeah. something, yeah, it's worth it. It's not, not even that. It's, it's like it makes you happy when they're excited about something, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. The and only thing. I'm going to learn all about dance, I guess, right? Yeah, the only thing Connor's <laughs> not allowed to do is play baseball. Why is that? Because I don't right. want to have to go to baseball games ever. Oh my gosh! It's just not. I can't. You don't like. I baseball. can't get behind it. Hmm. I don't want to take it away from anybody other than me having to go. It's, it's the America. It's America's yeah. pastime. Come on now. We can okay. Do better. My uncle coaches. <laughs> my cousins. He, my cousin plays for Calvary, and they're so they're very involved. I feel like they're on all year. There's like a few hmm. months or weeks out of the year that they don't that they have to plan the vacations around and stuff, but they're very invested and they love it. And he played in college and all of this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how you, some of these, it gets like very involved. Yeah. Especially when you get in high school, I'm like, this is eaten up a ton of time. I feel like major league baseball. Is I don't feel like it was, though. was it like that when you were younger? I guess you were so well, it's like, around sport. Yeah. Like swimming. Yeah. And, but now these other seasonal sports are taking this year round turn where it's like yeah. now they have indoor baseball leagues and now they have, you know, like even indoor if soccer, indoor they had soccer. that a while. Yeah. yeah. But even if, if it's not a true game or something like that, it's still, you're going to weightlifting or you're going to athletic mm-hmm. performance training or whatever it is. So there's always, you know, something, something that you could be doing for 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that though. Being in shape for your sport. You just don't like baseball, baseball yes. as a game. It's, I'm that it's way really, about, I don't want to get any haters, but <laughs> I, I'm turning, I'm turning a new leaf. Soccer. And, oh yeah. And basketball used to be this way about, but I, I'm, I'm changing my mind a little bit on basketball, but soccer, I just, oh, it's bad for me. And FC's big a year, and yeah. I'm sure it would be fun, and I'm sure I could change my mind, but. I'm fine with basketball. I'm not that excited about it. I can't get excited about the game until the last 10 or 15 minutes because the oh, scores okay. can swing so fast. Yeah, yeah. Baseball. That's what's exciting about it, I've learned, though. That it's just so neck and neck, you know, basketball. It can yeah. change at any moment. 
I just can't. I baseball. Can't care about baseball. Do you like to go to baseball games though? Like, no. Gotta, no. No. Like and, one, at least one in the And summer? then Major League Baseball's made it worse by making whatever game you're at that day less than 1% of important to the whole season. Yeah, there are 162 oh, okay. games. Right, like, so it's like whatever happens it, today really doesn't matter yeah. in the scheme of things. Oh, okay. Unless you've got to statistically figure it all out that you have to win that one, but I've already checked out by the time you're doing that math, so... I guess yeah. I'm not invested in that way. I'm more like America's pastime. Like, this is an event, the summer thing we do. No, no I can't. It's not, no, it, it's not, not working for me. It's not working for me. <laughs> yeah. So he likes, so your littlest one's like football, base, baseball. He's yeah. Still well, he's six. doing t-ball, so t-ball. I helped his t-ball team this past year kind of coach, and I was, it's coach pitch, so after... They hit off the tee a few times, then you can toss them and they hit. And he did really well. Actually, he likes to hit the ball right back up the middle. And there are a few times I was diving out of the way for my life. Yeah. So. Did you tell him, like, just picture dad's head on the end of this thing? Yeah. Just, just smacking that ball right back up me, right back up the middle. So I yeah. went down to, uh, this is kind of a weird story or funny story, depending on how you look at it. So um, I was, for spring break, one yeah. year, I went down to Daytona Beach, and MTV was down there, so it was like all the VJs that you know of, yes. Ananda Lewis and all those people, I think Carson Daly was down there, whatever, and they were set up at the hotel next to ours, so they were like these big, gigantic pools, and uh, so my cousin was with me, and he said, uh, we need to go get beer, because when I was in college... So I was of age, I was of age, guys, <laughs> of age. For those of you listening out there, I was of age. Okay. Um, but uh, he was like, we need to go get beer. And I said, all right, well, how much you have? And he's like, well, I have a few dollars. And I was like, well, I have a few dollars, but I got an idea. I said, I'm going to go down the pool and I'm going to just kind of doggy paddle in the pool. And I'm going to say to someone, whoever's out there in their lawn chairs, like, Hey, I'll challenge you to do a race across the pool for a case of beer. I was probably like maybe six hustling. foot. I was hustling. 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 I was like hustling. six foot, like <laughs> one seventy-five, one eighty at the time. Um, and and so I go down there, and there's all these like meatheads hanging out by the pool, mm-hmm. impressing girls and stuff like that. So it was kind of funny. There was a there just happened to be one sucker sitting right there in the lawn chair, and I looked at him, and he's probably twice my size, and I said. Hey, um, is, is it okay if we get in the pool? Because it was next door by the MTV, whatever that was, the show. And I, he's like, yeah, you can get in, whatever. And so I start swimming around. I pretend like I don't know how to swim. I'm like splashing all around and flailing and look like an active drowning victim. And I said, oh, I really like to swim. I said, uh, hey, I bet I can beat you across this pool. And he goes, are you kidding me? Like, you don't even know how to swim. I said, well, you're right. I don't know how to swim. But I still, I want some beer. So I was like, case of beer? And he's like, yep. And then I just, you know, go in the, go in the go mode. Go in the mode. Yeah. Mode. It's like, this guy <laughs> oh has God. no clue. So, uh, of course, I beat him, like, right wire away. And everyone's like, whoa, what happened there? And it was just kind of like the uh, white men can't jump scene where, you know, I hustle him. And then uh, he <laughs> gave me his case of beer. And I, Did he really? Yeah. And I, I went back, ne- I went next door. My cousin was there. He's like, did you do it? And I was like, what does this 
look like, you know? And I, so we had a case of natural light. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> that afternoon. Oh, and then I actually got oh on, God. I actually got on that MTV show. Um, it was, that was funny too, because it was, they kind of like, um, gated it off or fenced it off, right. you know? And, uh, one of the VJs was sitting there and talking on the microphone and interviewing people in the crowd. And I didn't get interviewed, but I did that thing where I was like, peeking my head in and trying to like scream and yell and one of the producers or guys just like kind of pushed me off to the side so I, I think I got my right arm in in the screen. Oh I was like do you have the clip? No That's no. Where you right walk on the stage. No no it was like a right arm my right arm You're is like, famous. That's my arm. Yeah, tell it's my arm because it's got five fingers on yeah, it. Yeah yeah it was me it was me it was me the, oh my the gosh, hustler. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but at least you got to go It'd be cool to see one of those, like, back in the day. Oh, yeah. I always remember watching Spring Break yeah. Live or what, you know. It, yeah, it was, a, it was a scene, to, to a sight to behold. <laughs> the amount of um, Hawaiian Tropic the, uh, oil. I for beer swimming. Yeah, it was like, you get in those pool in it, pools and it was an oil slick. Like you, oh, it was God. like uh, Exxon uh, had to come <laughs> in with their, they're killing uh, all kinds of sea animals. Yeah, because it was so bad. Everyone went to Hawaiian traffic. It's like <laughs> Nobody was getting sunburned, though. <clears throat> no, oh, they were, they were no. frying. It was like, it was actually probably the opposite. They were baking in that sunny <laughs> smell like burnt skin. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was nasty. Shannon? Oh, this is my favorite question. I feel like he's already told us like three, but I know. we're going we're gonna to ask for one anyway. I can't get over the story that you swim in <laughs> What's your secret? Do you have a secret? Well, I've got it several could be, secrets. It could be... Yeah, just a well, secret. Well, how about this? Just a secret. I'm going to throw a curveball at you guys, and okay. I'm going to give you some categories to choose from. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this because most people are like, I don't, I'm an open book. Well, I'm like, okay, there, a story <laughs> in your past that you don't tell everybody or something. You I, know what I mean? So I will give you topics. Okay. Alex topics. Trebek, uh, oh, my gosh. Jeopardy kind of toenails. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> you don't want to know about my toenails? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, talking to myself. Okay. I mean, you kind of know about the books I read and the yeah the music I listen to. Do you just want to go with uh, me talking to myself? I no, I feel if like I want to go if toenails. All right, <laughs> just we can, because we, people are going to be like so. We're um, going to go ahead and do both <laughs> if you're okay with that. Okay, well we'll start with uh, toenails. Okay. Okay. Are I'm you, excited because my secret was kind of like I feel like it was like. Weird and gross. Okay. So for you at home, can can just kind of mute this part if you're a little squeamish. shaky, squeamish. Okay. Squeamish. So um, I used to do a lot of trail running. So, I, you know, around like Anderson Township and everywhere I'd go, I'd, I'd love the trail run. And my nails, my big two toenails, they didn't grow straight out. They start growing sideways because I think the, the beating it took... Uh, my toes took every time I was running and going through everything. Okay. And so, you know, when you do that stuff, you start developing some ingrown toenails. And so I went to a podiatrist and I was like, this is, this is, I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. Something's not right. Yeah. So she just looks up at me and she says, we can take your toenails off. I was like, oh yeah, I know people can get them. No, she's like, we can remove them permanently. I said, oh, you can do tell. So this one was so bad in such bad shape yeah. that she took this substance called phenol and because your your 
really your toenails like skin and there's cells that grow it. Right. She just killed off all the cells in the toenail bed. So no, so at that time I just had, I didn't have a toenail on my big toe. And so there's no toenail there. So then when I told you that I got in that uh, mountain bike accident. Yeah. And so I met my deductible when I had my surgery to reattach the triceps to my uh, elbow. Okay. Because uh, it balled up and they had to do all that stuff. Physical therapy was not going to take care of that. I met my deductible. So I was like, wouldn't it be great I'm if I just got my done. other one? So I go in there and, and uh, she's like, uh, oh, you're back. And I said, yeah, can I have the other one done? Because one was worse than the other. Okay. So uh, she's like, well, this one's going to hurt because it's more connected. I said, but it provided it. so much relief, the other one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah it did. It's just weird. It's sensitive. Yeah. And, yeah. And then, you know, when you take off your shoes and people look down at your feet, they're like, there's something not right. And I said, well, I get 20% off all pedicures. Uh, that's a joke because I don't do pedicures. But, <laughs> that's a math joke. So, yeah, it's a math joke. She did the it's other one. It's not a bad joke. Um, yeah, so she did the other one. That was really painful. It looked like hamburger meat for oh. about Oh, my God. Two I was going to ask you, how did it feel? Because oh, I just cannot how imagine. How did it feel, Shannon? God. Don't rather, they torture people I'd with their nails? I'd rather play traffic like, than uh, have to deal with that again. But I enjoy pain. And that was... So now I can run and wear my shoes and not worry about... And they're gone. T- your they're, big toenails they're, are gone. Not, if I took them off right now, you'd be a little freaked out. I didn't know they could do that. They can my- with the substance. Well, and I, I should I should preface all this by saying, like, listen, you don't just go out and do this. Oh, but, right. But there's but, an issue. There's there's a there was a issue with how my nails were growing, and right. um, you know when you like look at your parents toes well not that everyone does that but you guys can all do that at home i feel like but, we're getting some bonus <laughs> secrets out of yeah, this one yeah. like i like the pain yeah yeah i'm into looking at my parents toes <laughs> yeah yeah so if you look at your parents toes and you're like i don't want that um i don't want that at all and uh so then you can just you know remodel your whole toes. yeah and get your nails did yeah and then the other secret was i i sometimes have random conversations with myself that happens a lot most people sing in the shower. I talk to myself in the shower. And my wife has come like up. Do you like answer yourself? Oh, yeah. It's like a... A full-on combo. It's really weird. Like, she'll say, did you take your phone in the shower? I was like, it's not waterproof, but I did have a good conversation with myself. <laughs> and I... And I <laughs> it's a little pep talk. Yeah. You could do this, I buddy. I know I can. Quit badgering me. It's, it's like weird. You're talking your thoughts out. Yeah, but it's like, uh, you know, Bengals, like, they lose all the time. And so you're like... Could they do different? Should they get rid of Andy Dalton? Well, maybe not. Start Ryan Finley? I don't know. And then going through this whole thing, and my wife will walk by, or even my kids now, and they're like, I think, is someone in the shower with Daddy? Like, I'm not sure what is going on. It's the other phone. I don't realize it. And I wasn't an only child either. I have a sister, but, you know, I might not have talked to her enough. But this started, I was a kid, and I just started talking to myself so is this exclusively See, I talk a shower to myself thing a little bit but it's not like oh it's not I don't just know a if it's, okay i don't know if it's to that extent I'll i be, do that a little bit but i think it's less now that i have elliot around the house yeah but or maybe i just blame it like on her like i'll talk i, mean, I can get that talk out yeah to her. but you're full-blown conversations too, oh i could walk like, down covington right now and uh <laughs> people would think i'm one of those guys you're like not. driving down the street just like oh god that guy's talking to himself <laughs> Like be Turned away. Man. Cross the yeah. street. Oh, he's on the phone. No, no, no. no I'm I'm, I don't have a phone. I don't have a Bluetooth. I am just 
really talking to myself. Oh and my gosh, I'm, I'm enjoying my own company, mm-hmm. and that's how I do it. So, yeah, those are a couple. Of, I have a, another bag of secrets I could open up. But that well, that's why it's my favorite question. For part two. We learned yeah. some interesting things. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually glad we didn't skip the toenail one. I was, I was a little concerned, but <laughs> yeah. it worked out. When it I came think. up, I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we need to get this out in the air just so people's imaginations don't run wild. Oh, yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I feel like it was better than anything anyone was imagining. Like, I don't know. It is better than anyone. I was not imagining that. Oh, I, I've got plenty of those secrets. Plenty of those secrets. This one's going to be tough for us today, Shannon, because we have learned a lot. We have learned a lot. However, Aaron Dorfman, what is the last thing that you learned? Wow, I've learned so many things recently. It's hard because I'm constantly evolving. I mean, we, that, so at Pivot, we've done this thing with the assessment, as I said, and we're trying to refine our process of hiring. So we're trying to figure out the right people to hire and the people that have the best success. Um, and, and so I guess learning more about who, who we should be hiring, looking at that. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's been good so and Nicole and I met with a couple of people that are doing this and um, it's been fun sure Shannon what did you learn last last thing I learned um this is about myself I over the last week have been dealing with vertigo Mm. which is very interesting if anybody's ever had it suddenly come on it's very weird thing to go through Mm -hmm. um so I learned a new stretch to help there's like techniques you can move your head and you need to like sit on the th- sit on the bed, turn your head to the right, lay down immediately. Like there's this weird stretch that has helped a little bit, but mm-hmm. that's the last thing I learned. That's kind of been um, taken hold of my life, I guess, the last week. So that's. Is it any better? Has it improved? Um, it was getting better, and then today I woke up and I felt a little bit dizzy again today. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They think it's an inner ear issue. So we'll see. I think ENT is in my future. I've just saw all my regular doctors, but mm. I think I got to go a little bit deeper because those I are can't good be... sandwiches, huh? The ENTs, ENTs? yeah. Oh, the BLTs, <laughs> but an ENT is probably just as good. I, I'm gonna stay away from. So I think yeah. I'm gonna go because I don't want to be dizzy all the time. Yeah, just slightly, just slightly, just enough where you're like something's off. Yeah, which is not a good feeling. Anyways, so that's sorry. Yeah. That's about me, but I no, was like, that's, that's it's important to learn. That's about all yourself. I'm thinking. That's all I've been thinking about all week is how to get rid of like, what do I need to do? What movement do I need to do to get those little ear crystals to move? Oh. There's these things. I didn't know this. I guess. So here we there's go. Little calcium, there's little calcium. There's little calcium. They call them. I think they call them ear stones in your ear, and they move around when you move your head. But sometimes one can get stuck. And if one of those little guys gets stuck, your whole balance, your whole, you get set into vertigo. Hmm. Which is weird. It could be that or it could be inflammation. But I didn't know there were these little rocks in your ears. It's a real thing. I've told people <laughs> they've had a head full of rocks before, but that's not what well, I meant. Well, maybe there's, maybe that's where that saying came from. Maybe. I don't, I don't know, like the weird. idea of just like all of a sudden something's weird with you. Yeah, I was sitting. It's a, it's I was a actually scary sitting reminder of your mortality, I guess. Like, yeah, well, well yeah, shit can just break for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I can pay, like. Didn't you throw your back out? Like, uh-huh. doing what? 
uh, looking for socks in a laundry basket? Gee. <laughs> I don't know that I threw it out, but I definitely <laughs> tweaked it. It hurt for like kidding. two days. Yeah. Um, I was sitting crocheting, and all of a sudden I looked at Matt, and I was like, I think I'm going to pass out. I just got really dizzy, and it's been a struggle. Hmm. It's been over... Isn't that strange? Yeah. I mean, I... Oh, my gosh. Well, people who deal with vertigo, I'm, I'm feel for you, man. I have a friend who deals with it all the time. She's got Meniere's, where it's like a constant thing. Hmm. And I'm like, how do you... Oh, well, anyways, I'm on my journey, and I'm learning new stretches, so that's my last thing I learned. What's the last thing you learned, Mike? I learned that I'm much better at giving advice than I am at taking my own advice. Oh. Hmm. So I don't, um, not to get too into details, but there were some newer agents who had some questions. I saw them. And I, at first I was actually a little irritated. I was like, what is going on here? And then I was like, woosah, they're new, they don't know, they haven't had the <laughs> go out and do it speech, so... I kind of laid into him a little bit. I was like, look, guys, the most important thing here is to go do it and do it and do it and do it and stop finding reasons not to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I am really good at finding reasons not to do it. So, (laughs) but yeah, it's been, I don't know, like I felt good to help people out and give some good advice, but. You're also like, I need to take this advice. Yeah. Why don't you fall on your own sword on that one, buddy? Yeah. But that always happens. Yeah. You know, it happens with parents, you know, as we're sure. all parents, so we can attest to that where, you know, we give this lesson and then we don't follow through with it on our end. Or like and something simple, like we don't eat on the couch. <laughs> and then they see I'm me eating chips. My I mean, we don't eat on the couch. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, right now my schedule's super busy, crazy, but it's still something like this is something important that I should be doing and I'm not yeah. doing it. And. You know, in the near future, I think schedule is going to free up a little more to be able to do it more. But it's still like, if you feel like a hypocrite, you know, mm-hmm. it's good advice. You know, it's solid stuff. Like, it's the truth. Just do as I say this time. Okay, guys? Right, right. <laughs> do not look at what I'm doing right now because Absolutely. that's not it. Absolutely. But right. To answer all of your questions, no, there is no easy way. Go do it. So, um... I hope you learned a lot about We me did. Today. Well, yeah. thanks for coming on our show today. Not a problem. <laughs> Thank you very much, Aaron. We enjoyed no it. Thank you, Shannon. Thank yeah. you, Mike. Happy birthday to Mike. Oh, Mike. Yeah. I guess that, that's Happy a thing. Happy birthday, birthday to oh, no. you. I'm old now. How old? You're old now. Yeah. I'm just I mean, I was old yesterday, too, but I'm older today. How old are you? 37. Oh, my oh. gosh. You're a baby. I did not think. I don't I didn't think you were that old. Yeah, well. Hey, hey, you're talking to a 42-year-old over here. You don't look a day over 41. I don't? Hmm. Okay. That is a compliment. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I use it's... face cream. No, I don't. And that's a lie. Well, that's a I, lie. No, I have put on lotion. Lotion? Time Moisturizer? Time. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Keep, I keep thinking I want to go buy one of those masks that look like an animal. The face mask that looks like a panda or they a tiger. They feel so... Do it. A sheet mask? Yeah. I don't know how it would work with the beard thing going on, though. Mm. It's fine. It's and you rub it in. Rub it. Yeah, it's good. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get some. For start, next time, we'll just talk with need to start worrying about these crow's feet. And... No. No, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's just... You want it all to... You want to age it's gracefully. Gonna, yeah, it's all going to yeah. fall off anyway, so why worry about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. these are marks of a good life lived, right? Mm-hmm. Something. Maybe. Something. Like smile lines. So what you're saying is face tattoos is the way to go. Yeah. At my age. You could go that time. Yeah. Way. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Well, if you want to be on our podcast, reach out. 
to us at no one special at gmail.com. No one right? special podcast. Not no one special podcast. Oh, I need to learn our email. I do not know who will get your email if you just send it to no one special at gmail.com. But if you send an email to no one special podcast at gmail.com, we will probably read it because what else are we gonna do? Also join the Facebook group, the, the No podcast. One Special Podcast group. Yeah. yeah. All right. We we need to come up with an ending line. Why? I think like something we say. I just I feel always, like it fizzles. I always just tell people to talk to strangers. I do. Yeah. Oh, I love I love all. And actually, when I got in that mountain bike accident, um, so uh, you know, Jason Skirvin, one of our commercial guys, and I went out to Pearl Jam out in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so I had a torn tricep then, and I st- I didn't get it repaired yet. And then I had a, a, a fractured tooth. So I needed to get a, an emer- basically an emergency root canal. It hurt more than my mm-hmm. arm. It hurt more than my toenails. It hurt more than anything. I must have uh, fractured the tooth when I hit the tree with my bike and clenched down. And so um, we're coming back on a red eye from Pearl Jam. And I'm like, my tooth is, in, I'm in so much pain. I'm like crying just about and uh, Jason's like, why don't you go get that, whatever that stuff is called, um, Ambisol or whatever it is. And it's supposed to relieve or numb a teeth, tooth pain. So I go in there, I run in there. I'm like, okay, I need this stuff. And the lady points, it's like $8. If you buy it at like CVS or Target, it's like probably $3. Yeah. It's inflated. So I don't read the directions. And I just open my mouth and just start squirting this stuff in. Now, it has a warning label in there that you're only supposed to use a pea-sized portion <laughs> and that you should not swallow it. So my throat starts closing up. I go in and I'm like almost anaphylactic shot. Like I am so scared, freaking out, sweating. And there's a lady, poor, this poor lady, is sitting here drinking like one of those large fountain drinks. And I just grab it out of her hands. I didn't say like, I didn't ask it. Grab it, start drinking, drink, guzzling the whole thing. There's... Fluid going down my, you know, my shirt and everything like that. And I hand it back to her and I'm like, I'm sorry. I just panicked. And she's just staring at me and staring <laughs> at me. And I'm like, so where did you get that? I'll get you a refill. And so I had to go get her a refill. And, uh, and but my tooth was still in pain. So I was very well hydrated for the next two days, three days, until I got my root canal finished. Because um, the only thing that took the pain out was just cold water. Oh so I kept my drinking gosh. cold water all you day. You were dealing long. with that while you were on your trip too. Yeah, towards the end it got really bad, and then uh, then when I got back, I was like, "This is like." Uh, so I walked in to. Oh, by the way, the fun, funny thing is, the guy that did my root canal said, "Well, congratulations." I said, "What?" And he said, "Well, you're going to be like my last patient because I'm retiring." I'm like, "You better make the last one the best one, last one fast one. Let's get this done." So he he's in there, and you know he's doing my my tooth and everything like that, and. And then I, uh, I'm checking out, you know, and uh, the lady behind the, the counter, she's checking me out. She says, so how'd that, how'd that go? And I was like, oh, I, I feel like a million bucks. I feel so good. And um, the guy in the back, the, the dentist, that, or I guess he's the dentist that did it, said, uh, we used a different crown for yours. And he started joking around with me. Like, he's like, we, we use plastic instead of porcelain or whatever they use. And he's like, uh, you know, have a good day or something like that. And now I'm paranoid that the tooth I have in my mouth 
is not the tooth that's supposed to be there from the guy that just retired. He's, he's gone. gone. He's done. Yeah, nothing I can do about it. Yeah. that complaint. He had a horrible, he ended it off with a horrible dad joke and now I keep, uh, so I, I'm still trying to chew. I'm, I chew on my one side of my mouth most of the time. So I'm like, cause I'm so freaked out, God. paranoid. This guy said, uh, I gave you a plastic tooth. I hope you don't mind. I, just think like a Mattel or Kenner this toy is a joke, part. But you're like, it's affecting yeah, you. Yeah, well, yeah. What, what kills me just about this story is like he's worried about the plastic tooth. A, a little. I, I know you put a lot of thought and concern into what. So this is not related to this story specifically, but I got a point. When you were looking to buy a battery drill combo for around the house. Oh, my gosh. You fretted over that for months and months. I did. You're worried about whether or not the dentist put a plastic tooth in your head. However, you didn't think twice to swallow a whole bottle of some strange medicine. Oh, I don't read directions. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I just knew what the function it. of it. I didn't know. You're like, it, I'm going to put more do not on do here it. because I'm in so much pain. I have got a warning. If you have kids, I'm dead serious. Like... That stuff was, it's scary, it, especially if you don't read the directions. And I did not read the directions. And that caused mass it. hysteria in a Seattle airport <laughs> where a lady <laughs> was accosted by. I can just envision you like grabbing I just grabbed it right out of her hands and asked because I was panicking. It's like if you're choking, like it yeah. felt like I was choking, grabbing my throat, and the lady. She was just looking up at me, and I grabbed it and guzzled her whole drink. I mean, it was like, I don't know how much, 24 ounces, I don't know. But I, I took the whole thing down and felt a little better. But it's like 2 in the morning, you know, and you're with the <laughs> most random people at an airport. <laughs> this crazy guy said he panicked and just yeah. grabbed a soda out of my hand and started guzzling. Oh. It was all over I had just poured a whole fifth of bourbon in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> Then I looked at her, I was like, is this die? Because I want to die. No, I didn't do that. That I did not do. But those are too many calories. So I'm on a, but I hope, I hope she, right now, is on a podcast somewhere telling the story. Talking There's about it. There's a guy. Sure. This, this bald guy with big nose and big ears. He just decided he was going to take my drink today. If that ever happens, <laughs> if we ever come to the point where she's on the show, that will be the last episode. Yeah. That will be completely full circle. That will be you know you've made it. Like, well, you know you made it. There's nothing else we can do here. When we <laughs> have a soda lady the same story. from the airport. If there's anyone that flew out of the Seattle airport um, in August of, I guess, 2018, please call the show. Call into the show. and we'll, uh, We'd love to have you on. We'd love to have you on. And you can just kind of, Yeah. I remember what she looked like. I remember her. I remember her reaction for <laughs> sure. <laughs> like jaw dropped, and she had like. She was a like, "What do you do when somebody she, gr- grabs a drink out of your she, hand?" She reacted the way that most people would react. Just, Just stood there and was, was like, shocked. What is she she took it like a trooper. She was so shocked, and I and I acted like that was. Part of my daily routine. This <laughs> is how Snatch. I get my drinks. Yeah. And then she saw Snatch you later one. talking to yourself, and she was like, Oh, oh yeah. God. And then I was like, Hey, you want to see my toenails? <laughs> She's like, I bet that guy doesn't have any toenails. Yeah, yeah. That's like one of those guys you think he only has about 80% of his toenails. You are right. 80%. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I've got something for you since you are a confessed hustler now. Yes. <gasps> Go oh, to the bar. Be like, I bet you two drinks. Your toenails are longer than mine. Oh wow! I I didn't think. Bam! Of that. Yeah, <laughs> you are in Hustling. the drinks. Yeah, I don't know if they. Yeah. Hmm. 
You can be go outside. Finger Perfect. hustling days are over. I think they're they're just about finished. Yeah. 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 Huh. Maybe I'll send people over. I said, I'll bet that guy right over there. Yeah. <laughs> have him has take shorter toes. Just got a feeling. Just got a feeling. Just, just think feel- he like, might this not even guy have is him. so weird. 